March Madness, all Indiana. That's what's going on, 2021. Tony Katz, 93 WIBC. Good morning. It's good to be with you. It will be all here in that bubble type of style. Let me bring in Ryan Vaughn. He's the president of the Indiana Sports Corp. To kind of break this town, we've got 67 games being played uh, there in Bloomington, being played in Purdue, being played at Hinkle, being played at uh, Indiana Farmers Coliseum and a Banker's Life Fieldhouse. This was a conversation that started late last year. Was the conversation brought to you, Ryan, or did you and your team and others bring it to the NCAA and say, hey, we've got an idea? Yeah, good morning, Tony. Great to be with you. Um, yeah, this was really the NCA making the decision to uh, pursue this single site concept for their March Madness strategy. Um, they certainly had conversations uh, with us and, you know, other other necessary parties uh, in the community to get it done. But yeah, it's, it's largely driven by the NCA's, um, you know, need to uh, avoid cross-country travel all over um, the month of March. So their, their decision. So when I, I understand that they made the decision, but in terms of the idea about, hey, we're a city that can handle this. Did you pick up a phone and say, hey, uh, we got an idea that's just so crazy it might work? Well, really, late summer, early fall, um, you know, we were, were kind of witnessing what major sporting leagues were doing. And we started to, um, you know, replicate that model on, on a much smaller scale. Um, you know, we launched our own controlled site basketball initiative, um, attracted USA basketball games, other college games. We've worked with conferences. Uh, we built courts in the convention center. I mean, we, we intentionally did that um, so that we could learn uh, how best to host events like this, knowing that this was a possibility. And so, yeah, we certainly raised our hand and said, if you guys are going to a single site concept, um, not only are we the place to do it, but we've been practicing and we have some learnings that we can take from it talking to Ryan Vaughn. He's the president of the Indiana Sports Corp. It gets announced. All the games are here. It's it's centralized, but it's not in a bubble, right? What, what you guys are doing is different than, let's say, what the NBA did to finish out its season uh, last year. So some games at Hinkle, some games down at Assembly Hall, some games uh, uh, up uh, at Mackey. How do you decide where those games are? Are they based on region? How does how will this play out? So the NCAA has a men's basketball committee that sort of governs all those decisions. They were the ones that helped identify, um, you know, what locations the games would be played in. Um, they'll determine the groupings uh, once, you know, Selection Sunday occurs, I think, on March 14th. Um, but really the decision to expand outside of Indianapolis uh, to IU and Purdue was based on just the enormity of the tournament. When you bring in 68 teams, uh, you just need – more high-quality venues, especially for those first and second rounds. Was there a conversation about having them at places like Purdue and IU, which I'm not opposed to, or was there a conversation about having them, like, for example, there's this gym in Knightstown that, you know, I'm sure it would be pretty fantastic uh, for, for a game like this. Were there any of those conversations maybe keeping things even a little closer uh, to home in that regard? Yeah, I think initially, you know, there's a lot of excitement and enthusiasm um, around some of these wonderful historic high school gyms. Uh, but there's a sort of a logistical reality that, that um, you know, precludes that pretty quickly. Um, you know, the college court is a different size court. The regulations for play are different than, than some of the historic high schools. 
And then, of course, you know, the NCA is a member institution, and so they, they certainly want to support their membership um, and, and, you know, play in, in those type of facilities like IU and Purdue, and which are, of course, first-class, world-class facilities. Talking to Ryan Vaughn, president of the Indiana Sports Corp. Uh, let us dig into what this means uh, to to Indianapolis and how this may be uh, something that that feeds out. Of course, you're working on bringing in uh, events, but to bring in events, you have to be able to host the events. How much of this can be a springboard to, hey, look, this group, that group, the other group, we're the people who can handle this safely and effectively. You should have your event here. Yeah, you're absolutely right, Tony. I mean, this is uh, not only is it a once in a lifetime opportunity to host uh, such a unique event over a you know long period of time, an entire month basically, uh, but it is a huge catalyst for a comeback uh, for an industry that has really just been hit you know amongst the hardest of any industry when it comes to you know sports and, and um, tourism and conventions. And so it's a it's an unbelievably great opportunity for Indianapolis to show the world that uh, we can host events at scale um, and do it safely. Has there been any conversation with the city of Indianapolis, with Marion County, with the health department uh, regarding uh, this event, and have they put any roadblocks in your way? Uh, Yes, there's been conversation, and and quite the contrary. Um, You know, the state has been an unbelievable partner. The governor, Dr. Box, um, Dr. Kane locally has been fantastic. Uh, The mayor's office has been great, uh, and, and including you know, Visit Indy, the CIB. I mean, it takes, uh, you know, typical Indianapolis story. It really does kind of take a village uh, to to host events like this. And everyone has been really excited and supported from day one, very enthusiastic to do just what you were just talking about, Tony, to really kind of, um, you know, rebound from a, a really tough 2020 and, and launch us on a, on a good path early on in 21. Yeah, you, 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 you always get me to cringe a little bit and take a village concepts, but I'm very happy to see people working <laughs> together as opposed to uh, be, being roadblocks. And this brings us to, to the big one, and that's the fans. To be able to have these events is fantastic, and there's a lot of economic impact that happens when you have all these teams and these staffs and everybody else in the media all here. We, we hear that there are 3,000 hotel rooms already booked, and that's wonderful. The question is, will there be fans any of these games? So there's there's already a, a you know, consensus that uh, there could be limited fans, meaning uh, we can have uh, you know family of players, coaches, and staff. I think um, there's some discussion around a, a limited number of tickets for each. Uh, we know that's going to happen, which is great for the student athletes that their family can be there. Um, there's certainly consideration of having fans, but I think prudently the NCAA and uh, the state and county health departments want to give it time to see what the health conditions look like as we get closer. And so I suspect a decision on, you know, that issue and and, and at what capacity will, will probably occur sometime in, in February. Is the Indiana Sports Corp uh, advocating for fans at these events? Yeah, I'd love to do it. Um, I think it would be fantastic. I think we've, you know, uh, you know we've shown even through uh, some difficult parts of this pandemic um, that, you know, major events can be executed safely with fans. Um, you know, the Indy 11 did it well. The Colts are doing it well. Um, and so it, it can be done. Um, and it's just a matter of putting in the planning and, and putting in the safety precautions to do so. The NBA picked restaurants in Indianapolis and said, these are the COVID-approved restaurants. Three 
uh, of them, St. Elmo's. Of course, amongst them, that was actually the, the headline photo there for the people at ESPN. It was a picture of St. Elmo's. Is that going to be the case for the NCAA, or will all of downtown be able to benefit from all of these people here? Yeah, that's a fair question. I, I um, actually I haven't had a conversation with the folks at the NCAA if they want to pursue that route or not. Um, there's still quite a bit of planning and detail work to be done uh, as we approach March. And so, I, you know, it's a, it's a fair question I don't have a good answer for, unfortunately. Well, it's, a, it's one I'm going to be uh, looking for and advocating for uh, the full slate of incredible eateries uh, throughout uh, downtown, and I'm happy to help the NCAA to come to that conclusion. Ryan Vaughn, President, Indiana Sports Corp., I appreciate you taking the time to be with us.